robo-taxis are coming to San Francisco, the U.S. is betting on giant carbon-sucking vacuums, and hip-hop turns 50 today. We was just being creative, trying to push the envelope. We'll look back at the moments that define the genre. But first, the latest from Hawaii. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is a 7 from The Washington Post. It's Friday, August 11th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. Number one, Hawaii's devastating wildfires have killed at least 55 people. None of the four major fires on Maui have been fully contained yet. The death toll is expected to rise as search and rescue operations continue. President Biden issued a federal disaster declaration yesterday and pledged to send whatever is needed to the state. We're working as quickly as possible to fight these fires and evacuate residents and tourists. In the meantime, our prayers with the people of Hawaii, but not just our prayers. Every asset we have will be available to them. And we've seen, they've seen their homes, their business destroyed, and some have lost loved ones. And it's not over yet. If you're asking why these fires are so deadly, it's because the winds spread the fires at devastating speeds. The historic town of Lahaina was destroyed. Many important landmarks were also lost or damaged. You can see live updates on our homepage. Number two, Donald Trump and his aide pleaded not guilty in the classified documents case. The former president is accused of keeping classified documents at his Florida home and, with the help of two aides, hiding them from government officials. Yesterday, Trump and his aide, Walt Nauda, pleaded not guilty to two new charges. The third defendant, Carlos de Oliveira, did not enter a plea. Today brings the first hearing in a separate Trump case. This one is over his alleged plot to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The hearing will be held in D.C. this morning. Number three, the Supreme Court paused an opioid settlement plan worth billions of dollars. It's a bankruptcy plan for Purdue Pharma. That's the maker of the opioid OxyContin. The plan would provide billions of dollars to help fight the opioid addiction crisis, which is killing over 100,000 Americans each year. But yesterday, the Supreme Court granted the Justice Department's request to temporarily block the plan. The department is challenging part of the deal that would protect Purdue's founders, the Sackler family, from future lawsuits. Number four. Iran moved four Americans from prison to house arrest yesterday. The move could be the first step in a major prisoner swap, but any potential deal between the U.S. and Iran is complicated and could still fall apart. This already counts as a rare bright spot in U.S.-Iran relations. One of the prisoners, an Iranian-American named Siamak Namazi, had been behind bars for nearly eight years. Number five, the Bay Area will soon have 24-7 robo-taxis. California regulators voted yesterday to allow two self-driving car companies to offer round-the-clock paid taxi service in San Francisco. The decision came despite concerns from some residents. They argue that the autonomous vehicles have caused chaos around the city during tests, from traffic jams to disrupted emergency scenes. The ruling is a major win for the robo-taxi industry, and it could lead to more widespread adoption of the technology. 
Number six, the U.S. is betting $1.2 billion on giant carbon-sucking vacuums. The idea sounds unusual, but many scientists see it as a way to limit global warming. The technology, which is called direct air capture, is supposed to pull greenhouse gas emissions from the atmosphere and bury them underground. The Biden administration said it'll invest in two projects, one in Texas and one in Louisiana. Those will become global testing grounds for this new technology. Officials said the projects could eventually remove a significant amount of carbon emissions from the atmosphere, the equivalent of taking half a million gas-powered cars off the road. And at number seven, hip-hop is celebrating its 50th anniversary today. Let's go back, way back. On August 11th, 1973, DJ Cool Herc brought two turntables to a back-to-school party that his sister was throwing in the Bronx. He put the funkiest beats and hooks of songs on a continuous loop, and people kept dancing. And it's what Cool Herc did at that party that historians consider the invention of hip-hop. It took off from there. Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang was the first mainstream hit in 1979, The Message, which was re-released in 1982 by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, added social commentary to the mix. Run DMC kicked the door open later that decade. Now hip-hop is everywhere. It's a cultural and worldwide phenomenon. Be sure to check out this afternoon's episode of Post Reports. It chronicles the story of hip-hop with interviews from some pioneering artists like Parrish, Master Ace, DJ Cool, and Rakim. We was just being creative, trying to push the envelope. I think we had the right mixture of cockiness and uh, determination and, and, and a little bit of arrogance, you know what I mean, which is real important, especially in hip-hop. That is the show for this week. And if you don't know, now you know. The assistant producer of The 7 is Taylor White. Special help this week from producer Charlotte Freeland. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing this week is by Francis Moody. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. I'm Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And I will meet you back here on Monday. Thank you.